West End's Piccadilly Circus. The show transferred to Broadway at the Lundfontein Theater in 2012. Uh, now, it closed, you know, in three months, but it was on tour in the UK and the US while playing in Budapest, and it opened in Korea. Wow. I don't know why, but this guy loves to do musicals. Now, this guy directed the musical, so it's... That's a big deal. Yeah. The director of this. Same thing with the writer. Now, what I find interesting, because I know it's a Broadway production, but it premiered on the West End. So this is like a very UK, British kind of feel yeah. to it. British book and British uh, premiere. And yeah, I guess it was popular. I don't know. Now, the, the screenwriter, he got a Tony for it for writing the book. They don't call it a script. They call it a book. I don't know why. But the thing is, what bothers me about the Tonys is that there's only like five to eight plays. So if you're nominated, of course you're nominated. You're one of the play. You know, it's not very right. prestigious, this Tonys. I, I've never followed the Tony Awards. Oh, sure, the Obie Awards, the Off-Broadways, of course. But the oh, Tonys. Good. Oh, the yeah. Razzie, sure. Sure, Razzie, sure. Now, you're going to love this, Mike. They were they were going to start making this film in August 2020, but it was posted. What happened? Why? COVID. <gasps> the COVID. Yes. The COVID. I know you love that because that means I do love the COVID. A real thing. It was a global pandemic. Oh, they had to shut down. We really needed to shut down the world for this. You know, it's it, it's a it's the flu with a better publicist, as Gino Visconti <laughs> says. Gino Visconti. Oh, good. Good one, Gino. It's the flu with a better publicist. So, uh, what was it? It was Mara Wilson. There, I have it written down, but who was the original Matilda? Who's actually a pretty cool person in real life. She said in November, I didn't write it down, but this thing is ancient. It was 2013 they said they were going to do this. In 2016, it got confirmed that they really were going to do it. Same script, uh, writer same director in november 2018 netflix said we're doing this netflix said we're doing an animated series of all these roald doll films uh didn't they buy the estate like they're working with the estate they have like exclusive rights to the, the, his stuff well i i don't know that but you're you've got to be right because it yeah. was an animated series the bfg the twits charlie and the chocolate factory they were all going to be animated series. I never saw that. Maybe it came out. No, I don't uh, think it did. Okay. In 2020, they Netflix finally said, we're doing it like soon, you know, because they were going to start filming it. They signed the choreographer. They got the cast between April, uh, January and April in 2021. Uh, TriStar did this. They were the same ones who released the film in 1990. Um I think I've said, oh, yeah, well, the um, Miss Honey uh, is actually married to the director in this. Miss Honey was the good teacher, and then you had the right. teacher. Yeah, so Miss Honey's got a few kids with this director. They're married. You um, know, one, one thing I did find out was that uh, in the play, in the musical, excuse me, the musical, and it's the book is the words and the score is the, and then there's the music that's why they call yeah. it the book uh, -huh. uh it's traditionally the evil school teacher the one that yeah. emma thompson plays it's played by a guy right. in the musical yes it's emma thompson and she is praised for a good performance 
Sure. So Evan Thompson never gives a bad performance. I'm not worried about Evan Thompson. This uh the guy who wrote the script also wrote Black Sea. It was a Jude Law film about submarines that I saw. It was pretty good. <laughs> you saw that? Yeah. Yeah. Honey, how does submarines and Jude Law sound like? <laughs> Sounds like an evening. Let's go. <laughs> he has a serious accent. I think he's Scottish or Irish in it. Uh oh. And uh, once again, I go back to this. Is this really releasing on Christmas Day? Do, do you want to watch the trailer? Yes. Let's, yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. So here we go. We're going to set up again. So audience, um, press play. And if you get an ad, I don't have an ad this time. I don't either. Okay. And then skip it. And we're going to do the countdown. Okay. Ready. Three, two, one, go. Oh my God! It's Annie. Oh, but she's floating. Oh, she must be dreaming about that hot air balloon. Oh, the jerk parents. Yeah, Danny DeVito is a Danny great. No. And Rita, uh, his real life wife was the was the wife. Oh, you're talking about um, oh, what's her name Rhea from Perlman. Cheers? No, yeah, Rhea Perlman. No. Rhea Perlman. Yeah, yeah. Although it's they've the divorced, they've divorced since then. Oh, they ripped up the book. Grapes of Wrath. Remember in this, the movie, it was like, TV's better than books. It's faster. Uh, do you go to Broadway shows uh, based on musicals, based on movies? I don't. I go to Broadway shows based on what should I get my wife for Christmas? Oh, right. What's the, we used to go to Broadway shows. That's a big deal during the holidays, like a uh, Hanukkah gift of going to the to see a Broadway show or going mm -hmm. to New York to see a, a play. That's a big deal in our house. He's dangerous. Uh-oh. This December. Careful. She's dangerous. This is a good idea. Like Christmas Day, you're hanging out, and Netflix is going to be on, and so you guys watch a family film. Right. We are watching the uh, Christmas story, the, today's one. On okay, Christmas. so the audience right now is just filled with ham and chocolate. <laughs> and they hate their family. And they instead of talking to them, they want to watch TV. Ooh, lions. Wow. This is like watching a Broadway play, but as a movie. Well, I don't know. Do you saw those exteriors? And they're at the... Um, Play, uh, the the fair, they're in balloons. You couldn't really do this all on stage. They tried that with Spider-Man and the guy right. got hurt. Yeah, a bunch of guys got hurt. Yeah. Matilda! Boom. Da-dum. 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 All right, all right. Dumb. Wow. Dumb, yeah. dumb. Dumb, Oh, I had a stupid I'm point. not getting ads. It just rolls into the next one. Oh, yeah. Hang on. I'm going to hit pause. So if you do the same thing, go ahead and hit pause and move back before zero, we talk zero, about the zero. next one. The zero, zero, zero. All right. Well, that has been uh, Matilda, the the musical, the movie, the musical, the movie, right? Like Hairspray. And there's a bunch of other. And the producers, it's a fine tradition of going, being a smash money-making hit around the world. And then you take that and you put it back in the theater. So right. hairspray. Um, there's a couple coming out. The producers, but there's a couple. Uh, there's another one coming out, and I don't remember what it is. Not hair. 
on here. So next is UFO Sweden. Look at the hair I got something in my throat. Yes. So Sweden has two theatrically released movies this Christmas. Um, and one is on the playlist, and that is called Sweden UFO Sweden. And I have the actual original title. Sorry, I got a little UFO. Yeah, you how do you pronounce it? UFO. In English it's UFO and in Swedish it's UFO. UFO. We're going to be mispronouncing a lot of foreign names. Today. Yeah, no, the, it's terrible, these... when we I could keep calling it Hockenbrocken, the other one. It's not at all. What is uh, it? Hock, it's, the other one is Hockenbrocken with the little ring above the A. So I yeah. think that's like war. So it's like... Umlaut. Oh. It's not an umlaut. It's a No, it's, it's not. grave. I don't know what... We like movies that look like American films, like UFO Sweden. I don't really have much to say about this movie. I know the trailer is in English. To believe is one thing. To know something completely different. Uh Uh-huh. So the story is, is this girl's parents disappear. She goes to a foster home. She's pretty sure dad got mixed up with a UFO Uh in Sweden. And the trailer, that's it. That's all I really got. E.T. took my dad, is what I wrote down after looking up this in Wikipedia and IMDb. It is like, I don't know. I seen the trailer. Did you watch the trailer, Carl? Yes, but I mean, as you know, I was surprised by this one, so I did watch it a little absentmindedly. I was setting up for the show. I didn't do any research on the ones to come except for Hockenbrocken. Me too. Uh, I have a lot of Hockenbrocken shit. We're going yeah. to be feasting on Hockenbrocken, and we have a beef. We have a YouTube beef with Hockenbrocken, but that's later okay. in the show. Yes, we do, actually. Yeah. Well, so this one watch UFO Sweden. Yeah, there's two trailers. I picked one slightly shorter. I didn't feel like playing both of them, but it has a very Steven Spielberg vibe to it. It has a very like Super Eight vibe to it, right? This mm. is like the family's in something bigger than themselves. So it's kind of cool. All right, so go ahead, click that link. Uh, make sure you're on that. Hit pause. Move to zero zero zero. Get any ads out of the way. We're gonna watch UFO Sweden in. Three, two, one, go. Ooh, San Francisco. Crazy pictures. Gotta love crazy pictures. <laughs> oh, I'm drinking and I look up in the sky. Oh yeah. And you got this the inappropriate music and the crazy special effects slow down. He's saying, Hey, where's my dad? Have you seen my Spin Doctor wow, CD? Yeah. It, was, it was in the car 30 years ago. That was a great shot. It was a great... Uh, you're right about it being Spielberg-esque. What were you saying, though? You remember the movie Super 8? Like, there was some monster in a, tr- in a train? It has that vibe to it. Yeah. Like, these kids are going to explore. Right? They got This kid's going to find out about her dad. I don't know. This movie looks fucking good. I'm not sure that I believe in UFOs, but I have been anally probed. <laughs> I remember I was there. Yeah, and she had an accent. She could have been an alien. Or from Sweden. Look at this, like, builds and builds and builds. They don't reveal too much. They just mm-hmm. go right to the logo. And that's, like, coming this Christmas. 
It said bipolar pictures or something. You think that's why they said crazy? That's interesting. Okay, so okay. now it rolls right into the Russian one. Which I paused and I moved back. Yeah, I got that Russian one. Zero, zero, zero. I would watch Sweden, uh, UFO Sweden, hands down. Well, I, I went to my Netflix DVD and it's not there. I tried well, it's, to see... it's coming out this Christmas. On, in yes, of course you're right. You're right. You gotta wait. But sometimes there is a, a Panama. Well, I'll check tomorrow because today is Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Carl, maybe I'd be the first. Be the first to wish you. you. Hey. The holidays are here, so may I wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. A happy Jew year. Happy Shanatova. A happy Jew year. Oh, you know what? What's holiday in the next three months? Oh, may I be the first to wish you a Merry Valentine's Day. Merry right. Valentine's Day. That does Yeah, Merry Valentine's Day. That's funny. the holiday. But that's not three months from now. Well, fuck you, man. <laughs> Christmas wasn't in October. My, um, my littlest, my middle kid, when he was young, you know, a toddler, so he's just learning, right? He's he always heard it as very Christmas, like Santa comes in down from the chimney, he looks around at your decorations, and he's like, "This place is looking very Christmas." So he goes, "Very Christmas, very oh, Christmas." Oh. That's what it. he thought. He goes, "What do you mean, Merry Christmas?" Our show is very Christmas. Very, so oh, very, very, very Christmas. Very Christmas. Very okay. Christmas. This is Slim Pickings. The other big film is Hawk and Brocken, which we're saving till the end. Uh, however, there's a lot of dubious listing movies, and let's just mention them. There's a film called The Port, which is on a website that's going to be released on a website. It's listed on IMDb as a Christmas Day release. I couldn't even find a trailer for it, but uh -huh. if you find it on YouTube, you can find the link to the, the site. I don't have it on me. There's a film called A Write It Black, which is also has a Christmas Day release. It's but we can't find a theater and I can't find a streaming service that has it. The, the trailer itself is four minutes. It's more of a sizzle reel. Yeah, it's it it's a comedian, a veteran who makes and writes movies, and you know it's 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 there, but it's not really a trailer. It seems like what to expect if you want to purchase this film. I don't right. know. It's a different vibe to it. It seems more like a producer thing. So because it's four minutes long, we didn't include it. And we can't really find like a streaming service or a theater that's playing it. It kind of so, doesn't count. It's kind of not releasing on Christmas. It's uh, somebody's yeah. mom is going to watch it. So we have two other films that are very dubious. This film, Brat Three, as as we see it, is that how you say it? What is that first letter? It's like a backwards P with a hat on its head. If you go to IMDb and you type in the word Brat Three, you will find this movie. Brat it's brother. So can I give you a little history about this film? It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so in 1997, there was a huge Russian hit about gangsters and uh, called Brother. This guy basically goes to Petersburg or whatever, and he sees his brother. Uh, okay, and it's it's a, and his brother's a gangster. It's a Saint Petersburg mob movie. Brothers Heroes again, huge hit, and the director is named uh, Bala Banov, and it stars <laughs> Sergei. Uh, Broadroth Jr. The point is, they both have passed on. They're not involved in this in this treacle. Sergio Broadroth Jr. So the director, like, it was a huge hit. He was going to make two movies back to back, like Matrix trilogy. Combine them into Brother Two. So there's a film called Brother Two, 
and that's in 2000. And by the way, this is not to be confused with the Beat Takashi movie Brother from 2000 about okay. a gangster going to America. This film, Brother 2, is about a gangster who goes to America. Okay. Not, not to do with the Omar Epps film, Brother. That's okay. a different thing. They go to Chicago. They don't go to L.A. And he goes to Chicago, and there's a twin involved. That's kind of important. Whatever. And they also make fun of the Ukraine, and the movie was uh, banned in Ukraine in, in 2016. <laughs> For that reason? Okay. Kind of, you know, and there's some stereotypes in Americans in, in, in this movie as well. What have you. It's a huge hit. Uh, and and this is he, the third? The second one is a huge hit and has a twin brother involved. Uh, okay, so the third one has nothing to do with anybody involved. I went to Wikipedia, and uh, so the star was going to be replaced by Mickey Work. Really? Yeah, it didn't, fell through. They also fell through with Jennifer Aniston was supposed to be in this movie. Interesting. Still in Russian? Just, Still in Russian? Yeah, but they couldn't afford her. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they, were, so, they said we meet your price of eight million. They, yeah. they said no, not ruples. Not doing it for ruples. Not doing it for, oh, no. eight million. What? Are you guys from Russia? You mean ruples? Uh, so I have the Russian currency. So this guy is named Bordsky, who uh, was going to direct the third one, and it just seems like he was going to have like uh, Sergei Bodov appear using CGI because the guy was dead. And then this is interesting, and this is the reason why I wrote, I kind of paste this. September 6, 2019, Borisky announced VK that he would be selling one of the main roles for the film for 5 million rubies. Rubies. Okay. That's so, what but you, you can be star in this movie. If you buy it. If you buy They're it. They're not paying you. You're paying them. If you want to be the star. So the star of the first two movies, The Widow, uh, has heavily criticized the film crew and called the production a horrible drivel. Anyway, this is the third movie. It has nothing to do with what I just said because I have a different director listed. Uh, it's starring and directing uh, and directed by a gentleman. Where do I have it? Uh, named Valerie uh, Paravervev. And a generalist daughter lives in Tambov, the love of the street artist who his, her father disapproves. The general has a twin brother who heads a criminal gang. A twin? Yeah, another twin. Uh, uh, two unsuccessful robbers fail the task, which triggers a string of events that changes lives and destroys family. Will this be released Christmas Day in Russia? I don't know. You don't? Seems... Why uh, well, I mean, it's listed. It's listed. I found it listed in Russia, 25th, IMDb. Okay. okay. But same with the port and the same with Right of Black. So uh, now, I think that they might have, I'm not kidding. Uh, they're the Eastern Orthodox. I think they might have a different day for Christmas. I'm not kidding. Interesting. No, it says well, it says December 25th, Russia. Okay. So. December 25th is the same wherever you go. Right. So but it's a Christmas. Yeah, Orthodox yeah. Christmas is different. But okay. All right. We're not fans of Russia right now, so you know. Yeah. All right. Okay. Here we go. In three, two, one, go. I did a good countdown, right? You did. Cops in their cheap Russian car. That's Fred Amerson and Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts doing another role. <laughs> he stars in anything. Yeah, that's right. That's how he answers the phone. Ring, I'll take the part. Oh, hi. You sure it's Talking Cats too? I said. I will take the part. This guy's down the dumpster. Oh, 
with a very flashy hat. Oh, I thought the knife was flashier. Well, nice park. Wow. Whoa! He told her. She's just straight in the chairs for him. Dirt right there. What's gonna happen? Is he gonna move that chair? Okay, here you go, Carl, for your benefit. All right, take a look at this clam. He is too. Clam. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. That's what I thought of. I mean, she's going up there. The angle's right. So far, nothing has happened. Oh, wait. I take it back. Hi, do you like flowers? Yeah, I'm at a flowers shop. How are you on boobs? Parkour. The same blue hat. Same dumpster. Top car. Top car. Where's the twin? Uh-oh. Not the baby. Yeah. You know, now, oh, say like a battleship Potemkin. The bat the baby's in her arms, but the they Cram. hit the the stroller like they didn't, that's it. That's the, that's it. That's all. Nothing oh, ever happens. Rat. It's Machba twenty twenty two. Okay, I'm gonna okay, hit I pause. To the next trailer. I'm hitting pause. Yeah, you know what? I really tried to research this guy, and I found nothing. I found another director who had an extra letter in his name, and it was—I don't know if it's the same guy. I have nothing to say about Smileheart. We can watch. Russian is a crazy language. The number three is a letter. The number three is a letter. You know, really? Russians. Yeah, Russians would look up at the Toys R Us sign and look fine. They. You play a game of Hangman, and it'll take forever. Uh, <laughs> is it the letter three? Just, just forget it. It was, it was people. Word was people. So I really tried to look up research on this one, and I found more information about Hack and Bracken, to be honest. Okay. So are we moving on to Smile Heart? Is that what's yeah? Next? Smile Heart, but my Smile Heart paper. I didn't even write it down. I didn't even research this one. I, it's like a dead end. Mike, if you had told me ahead of time, I would have found nothing. You would have found nothing. Okay. Next time. Next time we do a show. Yeah, next Christmas. Next Christmas. <laughs> All right. Next Christmas. I gave I, you the research. For Smile Heart. The very next day, you threw it away. I just want to say, Mike, Merry Christmas. Let me be the first. Oh, my God. Is it Christmas already? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. God, I was so busy this holiday season, Carl. I forgot to wish you. Mm, Merry Christmas. What a Scrooge. Do you want to watch this? Well, it's on the list, and this is a short show anyway. We better watch it. We could watch four minutes of Red and Black. Okay, here we go. In three, two, one. Smile heart. You type in smile heart movie and you get smile. Okay. I clicked every link on IMDb. I have no idea. But it looks good. It looks inspiring. Like this Christmas day, I want something like to cheer me up. Now, what does Christmas mean to Hinduism? Nothing. This is a stretch. But again, it's just the option of going to the theater on Christmas day night. I'm Jewish. I go. I, and I, I go out to the theater. In India? I All the time. Every year. Wow, she's wearing a different sari now. 
Who's sorry? Who's sorry now? Bollywood. Who's sorry now? Alright. You could use a little makeup. Oh no! Oh, this one has suicide. What a shot! How did Ooh. they get a bit? Wow, they must have rented that's, that. That's death by uh, zero gravity. Uh huh. Yeah, that's I saw you... that movie Gravity with Sandra Bullhark. There were there was no gravity. There's no gravity in that movie. No it was gravity. a lie. No gravity. In the movie Gravity. And I said, I, I said, I'm not going to watch this movie. It's one note. She has to land on Earth. And then I watched the movie. I'm like, that's the best thing I ever seen in my life. <laughs> All right, well, that is Smile Heart. We apologize to everyone involved. And now we get to the moment of truth. Okay. Now, it's H-A-K-A-N-H-A-K-A-N-B-R-A-K-A-N. Yeah. Hakan Brakan. H-A-K-A-N-B-R-A-K-A-N. Now, if you want to be clever, you could you could type the little uh, A with the circle above it instead of just a regular A. Well, I mean, I, I didn't, I don't know right how to here. type it, but I got there. The channel we like is Nordisk Film, <clears throat> Nordisk Film something, but you'll see Nordisk Film. Now, one of the things, like, I, I, I had a playlist, and one of the great things YouTube does is that you just hit the save button, and you can add it to your playlist. When I All tried right. to do it to this one, it told me that this movie is this content is meant for children and cannot be linked to a playlist. Interesting. So that's the reason why it's outside the playlist. We're still going to watch it, but we can't connect it for history's sake. This movie is a big deal, Carl. Yes, yes, this is a big deal, and it's releasing Christmas Day in Sweden. Do you you you, re you have some information? Uh, okay. Uh, it says that uh, Hawken has a babysitter, Amanda, the world's most boring one, according to him, and uh -huh. he has to run home so he can attend a very important computer game completion. But Hawken is suddenly eye to eye with both burglars and ostriches. Oh, fucking home ostriches! Alone. I don't uh. know. Yeah. Oh my god, you mean the burglars are holding ostriches? I guess. They're holding yeah, I'm the negotiator. Nobody I heard you have ostrich gets it. <laughs> now there I, was a I... TV show. That's what in 2003 for only one season, 24 episodes, there was a Hawken Brocken TV series. Right. Now, a guy named Soren Olsen wrote a book about this Hawken Brocken, and that got turned into a TV series. It was, it was first a, a Swedish radio show in 1983. Oh, and okay. the uh, a publisher said, this is great. We like to make books out of it. So in 84, they started doing uh, books. So this is a character, now, Beverly Cleary, uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. These are stories about families. And usually there's like Ramona or, I don't know, Bradley or whatever the kid from Wimpy. Right. From Wimpy Kid. Wimpy, isn't that the kid's name? I don't know. Diary of a Wimpy kid. Wimpy rules. Roderick rules. So uh, in this universe, uh, there is Rudolph, the dumbass dad. There's Karin, uh, Karen with the I at the end, I-N, the mom. And then there's Toon, who's a seven-year-old. And he was the initial star of this series. Yeah. He's a seven he doesn't like sports. He likes girls. He has his friends. <laughs> he has a sister. And most importantly, he has a bratty Dennis the Menace 
uh, Brother Max, Hawken, and Brocken is like a word for fight. So his name is a pun. He's like the troublemaker, Hawken Brocken. Uh, He's Hawken the the menace, basically. Okay. So the radio, the Swedish radio show, was ten years. It takes place in the fictional town called Glimmerdog, and the books kicked off in '84. Now this is connected to Christmas in a major way, um, because Sweden has this weird thing. Did you know there's an advent calendar television? It's been going on since 1960. Basically, is that you can go to the store and buy an advent. Right. They're gonna have a TV series, and every day there'll be an episode. Okay. So in 2003, it was about Soon's brother, Hawken Brocken. Okay. And so for in the year 2003, starting January 1st, there was an episode on Swedish television every single day. The last one ending on the 24th. Yeah. And you could go to the store and you could buy an official TV advent calendar to go along with your television viewing. So I you like could open this up concept. The... Yeah. So let's say it was a fish burgers one, right? Right. So you would it'd be 24 episodes of fish burgers every single day. Right. This is our old public access show from 30 years ago. Yeah, we would have and had then... nine days in our calendar. Right. Well, maybe we just stick with Hanukkah and just call it eight nights. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then you would open up the first and there'll be a little nougat candy yum. And they'll say like Carl sticks a fork in the in the socket. <laughs> oh, there's his brother to stick a fork into into the yeah. socket. Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy. So then tomorrow, the Tuesday is Carl returns from the hospital. Jeremy's okay, he's <laughs> doing better. You know that type of thing. Uh, and so that was it. So, uh, you know, they, so this was so I have so every series because it's a 24 episodes with a few exceptions broadcast daily, the first to the 14th of December. The theme for most of the series is connected to Christmas. Again, another Christmas okay. connection. Yeah. So along with these series is opportunity to buy a paper calendar. Uh, they're available with Swedish stores. Okay, so here's the story. And people did not like this this uh, TV series. They found a juvenile. Oh, pure okay. I didn't know that. And like, which you've seen the trailer to this movie. So, you know, it, they keep to it. Um, here's the story. So his... Uh, his mom is like really excited for Christmas to the point she goes mentally insane and goes to a, a mental hospital. Really? Uh, yep. From decorating like a mad woman or? Well, yeah, like just Christmas stress, I guess. Oh. So the dad and Hawkins try to bring the mother home from a crazed doctor at the mental institution who is obsessed with keeping the mother there and not having to celebrate Christmas alone. This is all Wikipedia. The series got quite bad reviews, mainly because the scenario was deemed to be unrealistic. It also considered a bit depressing for a TV show aimed for kids. Right. But it was also too vulgar, with too many innuendo jokes and toilet humor. Oh, really? And a few examples of this is when Hawken vomits cascades, when he harasses his teacher Veronica and felt her breasts, and when Hawken <laughs> dreamt about drinking beer. And the calendar oh, was considered the worst Christmas calendar in years. Oh, I love it. I, I love it. it. Uh, you know what? Sweden loved it too. And excuse me, in '24, there was a spin-off theatrically released movie with Hawk and Brocken and Joseph, his fucking turtle. Now, here's the story: the the parents are squirting out a new one. He's going to have a little sister. And uh -huh. I think it was Isabel in, in the original series. And he's like, "My parents won't talk to me. They don't pay attention to me anymore." And Joseph, with the F, is a turtle. And you want to know something exciting about? Cinema in Sweden? Yes. That movie is the first CGI in Sweden. The turtle's face has CGI. Yeah. Hawkins. What year are we talking? 2004. Three years oh. after 9-11. Well, I mean, 
Um, in 2000, we had CGI here. Right, that's true. I think it was Jurassic Park in 2000. It was the yeah, right, right. I mean, we had we had it on like uh, commercials and stuff in the 90s, but it wasn't as good as, you know, it was 2000 when it first got good. Listen, I want to tell you this author, Soren Olsen, I was surprised to hear you say that they wanted to make the radio show because it says here he's been a writer for 35 years, 200 books published, wow. um, sold 12 million, million copies, uh, books about soon and bert with his caution yeah maybe he was a writer and then he did the radio show and they said make it a book i think the radio show is how he got the story going like and then because it became an it was regional the radio show and then it became uh -huh. a big swedish thing for 10 years while the books yeah. were being produced so <clears throat> maybe it's a little like hitchhiker's guide he did the radio show and made it a book uh, so small that like a national thing, you know what I mean? Like there's oh sure. So someone few... turns on the radio and the rest of the country hears it. Shut yeah. up! I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> so, well, you know, um, you mentioned Tosh. That's a that's an animated series. For, okay, Tosh and Ned. Tosh. Yeah, and it had now, the, the this family. director he did. Um, well, we all know Pumptag Gudha in 2000, and sure. he also did Alabara. For Svinner in 2004, but this film it was called No, it was called Alone in Space. It was 2018, so yeah. I was intrigued. So I went and I watched the trailer for Alone in Space. It's in Swedish, but it has the subtitles. It looked very, very good. It was like um, a kid and his brother and sister are like on this ship that was meant for thousands of people, and they're adrift in space. Sort of like Passengers was. Right. And um, then Don't mention that movie. Come. I couldn't. I tried to put it in my DVD Netflix. They just. I couldn't find it for free on YouTube. I'd like to see Alone in Space. It looked. I heard it's oppressive. The Alone in Space, but there's no atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, it's a good. It's a good place to hang, but there is really not a lot of atmosphere. Uh, this was film in filmed in Gothenburg, Vostra. Gotalands Eon in Sweden. Nice. All right. So I think we have our Hockenbrock and we have a beef that we can't link it up. Our whole show is about YouTube videos. Let me and just tell the audience again in case they missed it. It's H-A-K-A-N-B-R-A-K-A-N. And we like the channel Nordisk Films something. <laughs> right. Hang on, I got to hit pause and move it back. So, and this is a character that's been around since 1983. It's like, what was the Beverly Cleary, Henry Higgins? He had like a crazy brother, Ramona and Beezus. Yeah, uh, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Listen, I don't think well, this was, I don't think it was from the 80s, right? The radio show was in 2010, right? No, no, I have 83 to 93 was the oh, uh, radio Oh, well, it took a long time to get to 2003 and do a TV show. But don't forget, like, the whole family, not just the brother. Like, Soon was the focus. Uh -huh. So there was all these Soon movies and Soon TV shows. Yeah, S-U-N-E. I noticed yeah. that, too, in the research. Uh... That came first. This is like okay. a spin. It's like Bradley Rules, like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, My Little Brother. Okay. You know. And also think, okay, so before we watch the trailer, have you guys ever seen a movie called Home Alone? Who hasn't? Who hasn't? Well, it's going to help you with this film. All right, here we go. You won't please do the countdown. This you is our do final it. You're one. You're doing it great. Oh, I appreciate that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not gonna screw this up. Here we go. 
Countdown. Three, two, one, go. Whoa, video games, burrito. Look at that. He's got the gamer chair. Let's talk about the video game. Huh, rockin', brockin', schmockin'. Brockin', schmockin'. Oh, that's the babysitter, huh? Right, God, this looks like Illinois. Burglars. Oh, there's your hostages. Boy, this is a first world country, man. I'm telling you, like, Disney Channel has nothing on this. It's well produced. Yes, that's it current. is. Yeah. That's what burned me when I couldn't add it. Oh, they're drinking from the red cups. That's universal. Solo cup. Yeah. Oh, solo. That's how you say it in Swedish? Oh, here, yeah. Another fine day. Oh, so I guess, it's, oh, that's the babysitter. Yeah, that's sister. the boring babysitter. No, no, maybe that's the sister. Now they got a good Anna, Amanda. Okay, I love this. Oh! Oh! Carl, as adults, we all make that face when someone gets hit in the nuts, right? It's universally, you know, it doesn't matter your language. If you're hitting the nuts, you go, ooh. But no, but if you if you watch it, you go, ooh, like that could have been me. Oh, ouch. I relate. Middle finger. They won't let me put this on because I'm I'm a I'm not a kid. There's a middle finger, there's like kid in the balls. Hocken brocken. Hocken brocken. All right, well that's it. World's greatest movie. I know that's what kills me. I want to see it. I want, I think Sweden for the win this year. We got the man called Three. Otto. Yes. Based on a Swedish hit. Then we have another Swedish hit. UFO Sweden coming by has the word Sweden in it. And right. then of course Sweden's Christmas tradition. Hock and Brocken. Remember him from Christmas Calendar 2003. Uh-huh. Now he's back in movie form without his turtle. Turtle's dead by now. Either. Wow. What'd you think? I I want to see it. I really do. So are we well, ready for our Christmas carol? I think we're ready for our Christmas carol. Okay. Um, we introduced this Christmas carol back in January of 22, uh, which I was the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Of oh, the year. thank you. Merry Christmas. Mike. Mer- oh, Merry shit. Christmas. Merry Christmas, Carl. Merry Christmas. All right. Well, here we go. Let's watch the full length movie on YouTube. L-W-A-F-L-M. Christmas carol. By Mike Spiegelman. Christmas, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll close on that. By the way, it's Christmas. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Well, year. Yeah, time to end the year. All right. Well, Carl, where can people find you? This is a short show. CarlSucks.com. Same right. old, same old. Same old, same old. Uh, and you're on other podcasts. Anything else? Internet? Uh, you can there's lots of stuff. Yeah. Fair enough. Same here. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh. Do we watch the trailer for next week's movie? No. Okay, fair enough. What's uh, next week's movie? Is it we, uh, uh, Come and Get It? Yeah, it would be, right? It would be, yeah. That. yeah. I don't think okay. there is a trailer. Well, next week's movie is uh, from the 30s. It's called Come and Get It. Francis Farmer and your brother will be with us. Yeah, 
and it was it's a good movie and it, a and good it's episode. water so you have to watch your language is that a smart choice for this podcast that was a little weird he he did shoo her away when i was like well adam he goes hey could you can you watch your language a little bit well can you watch your kid there is no trailer for this movie, although Selena Gomez has a song that's available. In fact, I was just playing it. Whoop de doo. Whoop de doo. Listen, it's a good film. Uh, you can even watch it on your own. Uh, fast forward through the logging section because it's twenty-two minutes, but it's. I it's love the logging. You did? Yeah, it really helped me because I I was constipated at the time. Oh it yeah, really well, that me. will loosen you up. It's like listening yeah. to a waterfall when you gotta pee you you watch these That's right. you're gonna do your number two business all right well i hope that intrigues you <laughs> uh, so we'll be back next week merry christmas if merry anyone christmas. hasn't wished you merry christmas yet that has been our annual uh christmas day movie release show carl what a ple- what a pleasure you know what you're the best thank you you too absolutely you too. and you audience, audience merry you christmas. audience merry christmas merry christmas merry christmas Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hi. Let's watch. This is Carl. I'm Mike's friend. I wrote this song. My turn-ons are sad sheets. I like to pee outdoors. Thank you very much. Uh, this is Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Beagleman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Man. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange and weird commandeer by Michael German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the Now let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegel. Michael Spiegel. Michael Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. That's L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's the name of our show. That's the name of our podcast. That's the name of our YouTube channel. 
We are on mutinyradio.fm right now. Who are we? Well, it's let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me on once again. Let's oh, watch a full-length movie. I nearly oh. forgot to put you on. I was so excited to talk about mutinyradio.fm, where we stream first every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Make a habit of it. Go ahead and listen. Go to mutinyradio.fm. You'll find their feed. You could add it to your podcast player. You could just listen to it directly, and you can donate to their Patreon page or their Venmo page. Helps the station. Helps us. Check their uh, their website out. Uh, great place. Great to be on. Carl, we're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube here on Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie Radio. on YouTube. Yeah, on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny Radio. What's the movie today? Today we are watching Children of the Corn, 1984. Children Whoa. of the Corn, 1984. Wow. A movie that scared me as a child. So that's what you put in the YouTube search engine. Children of the Corn. And we like Film Freak. That's the channel we like. Film okay. Freak. You know, part of the premise of this show is that we see movies that I read about and no, never had I'm, a chance to see. I'm sorry. It's Movie Freak. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. It, the channel we like All is right. Movie Freak. Okay. Movie Freak is the channel. It is hosting the movie that we are watching today. We'd love for you to type in Children of the Corn 1984 and look for the version hosted by Movie Freak. Find that link, click it, hit pause, and move it to zero, zero, zero. We're going to have a celebrity comedian countdown that Carl has spoken to. He's going to do the countdown for us. And when they say go, go ahead and hit go. All right. I'm really excited, Carl, man. We're going right to the source. Uh, as I said, this podcast is about movies I've read about. I've never watched a Children of the Corn movie at all. I've read about them, so I'm really excited to go to the source. Back where it all started. Here's Carl with his celebrity comedian countdown. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Mike Morse. Welcome, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you did. Now, Mike, we've been knowing each other a while. We met at Scotty's, uh, Scotty's Pub and Comedy Cove. And I read the credits when I bring you up. And mm -hmm. one of them is the Jay Leno Show. Uh, no, is the Tonight Show. Now, you yeah. wrote for them during Jay Leno's time tell me about i i wrote it was a it was a, a wonderful thing because i could do it from home it was a freelance thing where you know they they hire me and i just every day just uh, in the morning sit at my little computer box and type out jokes send it to them by i think it was like one o'clock in the afternoon whatever it's you know it's early for them right and uh then that night i would watch to see if they used the joke or not and then you know <laughs> <cha -ching. laughs> and when they did uh, yeah you'd get a charge out of paid. it yeah, but then you get mad. You get mad if they don't use like a joke that you think is great. You're like, oh, <laughs> didn't hear one that like they used that was the kind of sucked. You know, that was in the same vein. And uh, and, and worse is is yeah, and you have this joke and you work on you craft it perfectly. You're you know working your 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 butt off on it. And uh, and he'll go, hey, you know, here's the thing. Uh, there's a, and he'll stumble over it. And he's like, you screwed it up, Jay. And I'm yelling at the tell. I'm yelling at Jay Leno through my television. Right. Because he, he screwed up the joke. Ah. And then he blames him. Man, that wasn't very funny. Well, you screwed it up, Jay. Okay. This, 
I'm having a dialogue with, uh, with Stevie J. Leno. So you've done a lot of writing for big time uh, shows. And I, you wrote a lot for Comedy Central. The roast, uh, tell me about writing for them. I did. Well, I started because I had uh, uh, I worked for Lisa Lampanelli for uh, for a long time and, and wrote her uh, helped write her her roast uh, sets for right. Comedy Central when she was on, and then I did for some other people on there too. So it was always you know a, a unofficial uh, uh, capacity. It was like people would call me say I'm going to be on this uh, roast. Oh, yeah. I need jokes and and again I'm sitting at my little computer box in my underwear writing and <laughs> and. Uh, and uh, you know, watching it as it happens. So, uh, yeah. That so it's cool. Great it's, visual. It's, yeah, the best is probably the the and the one you know usually you get used. And a lot of times there's guys I know you know that I've come up through the ranks with. They've gone farther up the ranks, but uh, <laughs> uh, but the best was for the um, it was the Alec Baldwin roast, and I got to write uh -huh. some jokes for uh, for De Niro. And uh, so Robert De Niro was doing my jokes, and that that was like. That's cool, man. That's <laughs> a charge. And, and yeah, and he's like, you know, this thing, that's him doing the jokes. And, he, and he, you know, you're like, and, and, and he's nailing them. And I'm like, yes, you're doing better than Leno. Yes. <laughs> now, so, not yeah, so, only roasts for Lisa Lampanelli, but you did other, you did a lot of writing for her. You opened for her. Tell me about that mm -hmm. relationship. I know she's retired now. Yes. Uh, she uh, she's not doing comedy any longer, um, but it was it was great, man. We had a great relationship, working relationship, and uh, I just uh, started writing roast jokes for her, and uh, she needed an opener, uh, and so for I think it was seven or eight years, I was wow. on the road with her, just traveling around, and it was great. I mean, like yeah. that's not the life. You 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 know, you fly out to Chicago, you do a beautiful theater, you stay in a nice hotel. And, uh, you know, everything is taken care of. You get to the, you know, they're sending you to the uh, back and forth from the airport. And, uh, and I mean, it was, it was like being in show business there. For yeah. A while, so. And now here I am in meetings, <laughs> not in cars, talking to Carl. So. Right. It's small time. Welcome. <laughs> Plenty of room in the middle. Plenty of room in the middle. <laughs> so, but that was great. It was great. She was a great person to work for. Yeah. Um, and it was when she was at the top of her game there and, uh, you know, it was, crazy it was, it was uh, uh I, I i do miss it now we just did a show together and you brought all of the stuff for puppets in love but you didn't yeah. perform it now now you know i love more than you puppets in love why don't mm -hmm. you tell everyone you know how you okay just he he plays a song uh he, he plays a medley of songs and goes through a, a relationship genesis the hard times, the breakup, and the reuniting. How did you come up with this idea? And, you know, you've got the puppets, you know. Right. Well, um, <clears throat> how it started was I, I, I write for uh, – one of the people I write for is a ventriloquist, you know, and, uh, you know, pretty well-known. And uh, he was looking for some new bits. And I, I thought of this bit about two puppets who are having a relationship, you know, meet, have a relationship, have problems. And so I'm writing it for his puppets, and as I'm doing, and, and it kind of, it was one of those where, when it comes to you really fast, and you say you know it's good, and uh, there's like so I, I just make a list of these like, fifty songs and yeah. edit them all together, and as I'm doing it, I'm like, well, you know, at the time I was doing a bit with a, Cabbage Patch, uh, doll that I had taken the head off, and it was the, and so I have the body, and it was just, uh, uh, 
the first villain uh, ventriloquist dummy for the hearing impaired, and I would just do, uh -huh. you know. And so, and so I had voice. that. So I had that, and I'm like, well, you know what? If I get another one, and then put a little eyes on them so they have faces, I can do it myself because this is really funny. So I'd already told the guy about it, and I call him up, and I'm like, hey, I got some good news and bad news. This is a really funny bit. Bad news is I'm not selling it to you. <laughs> so I had just started doing it, and it's a great closer. Uh, you know, it is. It, it, yeah, it always, you know, it's always a people pleaser, as they say. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I did not do it when, uh, the last time we worked just because of the, the, the theater. People were very far away. Yeah. And the closest people were about 25 feet or so. And it's, that's really, it's really a bit where you need to be there to invest in the puppet. Otherwise, it's some guy doing this, and you're like, what is he doing up there? Yeah, you really sort of emote with uh, your hands. You bring them to life. Great song choices. It's a favorite of mine, you know, and I was all hyped to see it, and it did not appear. And so I spoke with you after, but yeah. Okay, so you yeah, got I brought it. I had it with me, and I'm looking, yeah. and I'm like, no, nah, this is not going to, it's not, this is not the place that it'll work. So, well, you close strong anyway. It's just that, uh, it just, I well, no well, I, I, I told Carl before we started, just as we were getting ready to get started, I said, when I die, I will give the puppets in my will to Carl, and, and then you'll carry on their tradition, It'll be like Gallagher too. Is it a cassette tape? <laughs> it's a CD. I'm up to uh, the 2000s. You're up to CD? Yeah, <laughs> this technology, you're going to be around a while. So you've got a long-running podcast. It's called The Miserable Men Show. and. Yes. It's been on different venues. You're still doing it today. People can check that out. Tell me about that. It started out, we were on, um, on Sirius, on Howard Stern's uh, 101 channel. Uh, and, well, before, I think we ended 10 years ago, so it was 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and we were on for five years and, and did really well. And then Howard ended up taking all the original programming off of his 101 channel. Uh, so we were, we were done. Um, but it was this, it's the same guys. It's Shuley from the uh, from Howard Show, uh, Reverend Bob Levy, great comic, um, Brent Hatley, who was from Bubble Love Sponge uh, yeah. Show, and uh, Mark Burns, who was originally a caller. He would call in uh, early on in the days of Miserable Men. He would call in and and uh, just do jokes. He would do a wrap up of the show from from his home, and he was such a funny caller. We said, "Come on in," and he came in and he was great and he fit well. And we ended up just saying, "Keep coming in." And uh, he kept coming in because we didn't have to pay him. And uh, eventually he became part of the show. So now it's it's those uh, – well, Brent wasn't on originally, but so it's the, the original four, which was us, and then Brent. And we have a great uh, uh, engineer, producer, Iso, who's uh, also part of the mix. And it's great. It's on Patreon. It's it's uh, politically incorrect. Sorry. Yes. Um, uh, but it's funny and really dirty and weird, and uh, we just kind of, it's two hours every Wednesday. We just sit there and uh, virtually like this, and we just bust each other's chops and come up with topics and challenges and insults. And <laughs> Yeah. Now, the pandemic brought that back to life, you were telling me, right? Yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, we, we were just sitting around, and I was talking to Bob, uh, and he's like, you know, we should do that. We should do it. We should definitely do it. I was like, he's like, can you call Shuli? And I was like, yeah, I'll call. So I called Shuli. He's like, you up for it? He's like, yeah. So we, so all of a sudden, we just zoomed, conference called all of us, and we, and, and from right as soon as we all got together in the same Zoom, just talking, we were just busting each other's chops, you know. And I was like, I oh, worry, we got to do this. Yeah. And uh, so you know, we we uh, 
put a little bit more production into it, not much, but, um, you know, and now it, now it's a, a finely oiled machine and it's great. Uh, and it's, it's for the price of an, uh, a fruit fruit cup of coffee. You can yeah. uh, watch us, uh, you know, four shows a month. And then there's another tier, which is a two fruit fruit cups of coffee. You can, you can see uh, double these shows. Uh-huh. On Patreon. On pa- it's uh, patreon.com backslash the miserable men show. The Miserable Men Show. Now, how can people find you, Mike Morse, out there on social media, out there on the internet? Um, I, well, I'm a stalker, so if you, <laughs> I'll um, find you. <laughs> uh, I'm on uh, Facebook, just Mike Morse. Uh, it's a fairly common name, as you have to look through and find this face. Yeah. Um, and then on um, on Instagram, I'm Insta Mike Morse. And on Twitter, I'm uh, Mike Morse says because I say things on it. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I, I put jokes on every day. I put car- I draw caricatures every day because that's uh, one of my things I like to do, a little hobby. So uh, there's a lot to see there. M O R S E. M O R S E. Mike Morse, like the code. Like the code, right? Yeah. Now, Mike Morse. We're looking for three dots and a dash here because everyone at home is to poise to watch Children of the Corn with us as we see it here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Mike Morse, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. All right, so we're going ready? I'm going to start on three, right? I'm going to get this right. <clears throat> this is my big moment. <clears throat> three, two, one, action. Very excited to see Children of the Corn. Yes, yes. Thank you for kicking it off, celebrity comedian. Oh, that was excellent. Celebrity comedian, that was great. Uh, I I hope you had your moment of sun. But now Hal Roach of the famous Silent Pictures (laughs) and New World are going to present maybe another silent movie? (laughs) Well, because you didn't turn the sound on. Oh, I I have the sound on. Oh, I had it on mute. Here we go. I had it on mute. But didn't you not hearing it give you an indication? Okay, never mind. Okay, as long as we hear, I don't hear it's it. A, I, don't, I hear, I hear like a, the title credits are just basically Stephen King's Children of the Corn. You don't need music for that. And Hal Roach. Hal Roach is the reason this whole thing happened. He bought the rights to the book. It was a short story actually, and uh, he's the one who's. I mean, it went on to have eleven uh, chapters. You know, eleven like it was a franchise. Yeah. No, last last year there was in twenty twenty one there was a version. Yeah. Did you know the story was originally published in the 1977 issue of Hustler magazine? Really? That's great. Yeah. So people wow. were like jerking, jerking off. Kids killing everybody because of some <laughs> demon corn. Children of the corn. Now, Big here Larry. we are before the trouble. Here we are in nice old Nebraska town. It's called Gatlin, Gatlin, Nebraska. And you see how nice it is. It's 1950s in the 80s. Right. It is a great place. And by the way, if anyone from Nebraska is listening, we're so excited to do a film about your state. Uh, that's in your state. I'm looking forward to learn more about Nebraska and what a little town like Gatlin offers. Really now, thrilled. I tell you about Nebraska and Gatlin. This thing was filmed in Iowa. That's great. That's fine. I mean, it could have just been shot in Burbank for all I know. But, well, actually, some of it was. Yes. But most of it is in three towns in Iowa. But why don't they just – okay, they went to church. After church, they get to go out. But the right. wife and sister aren't there. 
he's calling because the sister has 104 fever. Wow, that's uh, that's uh, a lot of storyline going on. And also the kid is narrating, right? Yeah, the kid is doing a voiceover. Now, I did see this back in the day, and this film scared the hell out of me. I was just a little kid. Right. Well, you, you, yeah, that's right, Carl. You, you were in the high school. So these are all like your friends in high school. You're like, there's Ricky with the hat, that little. I, you know, I think it was earlier than high school because my memories of it. Now it's 19. Let's see when it was released in 84. So that was my. Maybe I was scared in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to see it. Actually, I think The Thing came out in, like, 82, and that movie scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, The oh, look Thing. At so, so I could get these children want to kill everybody, but who's the waitress? Well, okay, that's one thing that doesn't make sense to me in the story. The waitress seems to be an adult. So, she, yeah, she's poisoning all the adults with the coffee. Which, right. like, isn't that a typical day at Henson's anyway? Have you tried their <laughs> coffee? It's disgusting. <laughs> Ugh, I'll have but some water. 104 degree fever. She's drawing predictions of the future. Oh, there's Isaac. What a creep. Oh, what a creep. What a creep. Oh, yeah. my throat. Oh, goodness. Goodness. I can hardly breathe, I tell you. <gasps> <laughs> it's ironic because Blue Bunny ice cream is a real thing, and they had to recall their ice cream because of like cholera and shit. <laughs> great. Yeah. Look, they had weapons. If Clemenza can figure a way to have a weapon planted for me. Now, this movie is all based on that curvy weapon, right? The one you use to husk corn with? The one you yeah. scoop the seed? Is it the sickle? Yeah, is it the sickle. Spic- is it really? What, yes. do, what does the Grim Reaper Look, have? Oh, a ham sandwich. I wanted a ham sandwich. But we oh. don't see it. And the reason was they had budget trouble. There was a lot of this film that was going to be more special effectsy, and they were going to show you more, but they yeah. couldn't do it because they got a, they had to pay Stephen King right away, and they lost budget. So the budget went to Stephen King's cocaine habit. I guess. It's 84. All right. Does okay, Stephen King so show up? Is the teenagers like killed everybody. Right, including his dad, which yeah. is really sick. Does he narrate? Oh, and look, she drew, she drew it. Right. How it says Henson's on it. Friendlies. Massacre of Friendlies. Oh, <laughs> that's right. And this must be a horror Holstein's. movie. Holstein's. Holstein's ice cream. Yeah, right. Yeah. Remember so, that in Bloomfield? Right. Well, that was where the Sopranos got shot at the end. That's right. Yeah. It yeah. Is. I mean, they shot the scene at it. Whether he got shot, I don't know. So this is the, you can tell it's a horror movie because the kids' cartoon drawings and murders are used for the opening credits. Right. Now, look how the S's are backwards. It was just stereotypical kid. You're writing full sentence uh, Bible quotes, but you get the S. Right. Well, isn't there like there there is a scene in this movie where she she writes the man who walks in rows and the S is reversed. She was able to write everything else. Yeah. It's he who walks behind the rows and they mean rows of corn. Oh, he is in that comic that makes a lot of noise in the back. Uh, by the mm-hmm. way, Carl, I I <clears throat> I haven't done a set in so long that I don't feel like I can even make references to comedy. So, how I'm lost since the beginning of the pandemic, you stopped doing. Com- oh, I did a couple. I, I performed at Danny Dutchie's okay. back in uh, last February. Okay, I did, I did Comedy Day. That was it. 
Very okay. verified gig, but that was my last live show. And are you missing it or? I don't know. I I feel like I'm doing good. Okay, so the present day. So it was right. like three years ago that the, the whole town got massacred. Exactly right. Three years. And it seems like a lot of story in those opening credits. Like, that was a lot we just saw. That's like a whole Well, what we saw is there's a nicey-nice town, and then right. all of a sudden, the, the kids killed all the adults. And it was under the influence of the evil eye of Isaac. That's what I'm saying. Evil eye of Isaac and then premonitions with crayons and adult massacres. That's a lot before the opening credits. That's a, that's an entire movie right there. If I was Stephen King, I would write that would be what, 40 pages of bullshit? <laughs> yes. Now, right oh, now, hey. the director's making it seem like he was going to get stabbed or something. It was pretty right. well done. She's being seductive in the Hamilton. She's like, hey, 30 something. Uh, why don't we do some 69 or something? He's like, You're exactly huh? right. That's huh? 30 something, and she's Linda Hamilton. Happy right. birthday. And it's not birthday. He has now graduated medical school, and he's about yeah. to be a doctor. Cool. Doctor, oh, wasn't he on Grey's Anatomy? He was on Grey's Anatomy. He was on Grey's Anatomy. Okay, here he is. Here he is. Peter Horton is his name. He played Professor Gray Shepherd on the television series 30-something. Yes. He was in yes, St. Elsewhere. St. Elsewhere. Oh, I'm sorry, St. Elsewhere. He was in Eight is Enough. He was in The White Shadow, one of our favorites. And one of my favorites, Dallas. And he was married to Michelle Pfeiffer for years, for seven that's, years. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. But she probably got sick of that awful beard stubble thing he had. <laughs> Like he doesn't we have can't a, speak for him. Ooh, we can't speak for him. I got you a cigarette lighter. It says okay. to my do new doctor, here's a cigarette lighter. First criticism of the movie. You see that cigarette lighter, right? Yeah. That should have become the movie fart. At the end of this movie, it involves fire. And and he's given gifted a lighter. You that, see this? At the end of the movie, they go, Oh, I can't believe we finally defeated the children of corn. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. God, I need a And that's a nice smoke. Woof. Woof. But he's a doctor, and her gift is a cigarette lighter that says, congratulations, you're a doctor. Yeah. Have a cigarette on me. Well, he is a smoker. 80s. Is he seducing him? I mean, No, God, she's but... doing a nice dance, like, no more teachers, no more dirty. It's some song about, like, school is over. Oh, what, medical school? Yeah. Yeah, but he, he doesn't, doesn't she's, she doesn't have to sing and dance for him. He obviously was hungry. Mike, if uh, your spouse uh, like got her master's, you wouldn't say yay and make a celebration? Well, I would probably be horny as well. <laughs> he See? chose to sing and dance. That is her choice. Now, now they're kissing and then uh, nothing. And she's like, okay, great, fine, whatever. I'll, I'll, go, I'll make some Robin. <laughs> There's nothing inappropriate about what's going on here. No well, man is... or woman is being oppressed. Oh, no, no, exactly. She's just like, he pushes her aside. Doesn't get the hint. Oh, look at the time. Well, I better get going. I have doctor stuff I need to pack up. Well, no, they're on a road trip. Right now, they're on a road trip together. They're not uh -huh. married, by the way. But is he Doc Hollywood? Together to... Yeah, it's a Doc Hollywood. He's going to his practice. Now, he'll be in an emergency room. 
Okay, that's where they're going, his first job. And yeah, it's uh, Doc Hollywood. He'll get interrupted along the way. Cars 2. Cars, cars 2. Yeah, I was going to say Cars. You mean car, the first car? Is yeah, cars car, two. car. Yeah, Cars 2, they go to Japan. Cars 1, he gets uh, look, astray. Stephen King book on the dashboard. Yeah, that's the night shift where this story is based on. <laughs> they uh, could have saved. Is it? They, is it? Yeah, it is. They okay. could have saved themselves a whole movie had they read the book on the dash. Who reads <laughs> in the, the front? Got born. Who, the Carl, do you read it while driving in the passenger seat? Yes, I do. You do? You don't get car sick? Uh, no, because I know what's up. I know I'm doing it in a car, so I'm not trying to do it the usual way. You know what I mean? I guess. But I, I, I'm bouncing my head like this. Although. You know what I mean? You hold it loose so that if the car goes, you go. The Night Shift had Lawnmower Man in there. Uh, and it also had Quitters, Inc., which is in the Cat's Eye anthology movie. Uh, and there was probably more, right, in there? That said, Jerusalem's don't... Lot. What was that about, Carl? I did not read that book, even though I yeah. did research this film. Okay, now this kid is, like, going to try to run away. Okay? He's going to try to run away through the corn. Wow, that's uh, amazing. Yeah. Now <laughs> that's all Job and uh, Sarah. That's Dobie? Job and Sarah, and they're like part of the story. Now, these are the kids that were innocent. He watched his father get murdered while right. eating a milkshake. Mm -hmm. And now in this post-apocalypse, adult-free lifestyle, they're pawns of Isaac and uh, Malachi. Malachi. And I'm and he who uh, he who walks behind the road of corn. <sighs> so that he's going to make an escape now. Oh, have you ever seen the shark movie Stephen Kang's Sharks of the Corn? Stephen Kang. You said you said that his father was eating a milkshake. He was shocked. He was chewing. You oh, you're right. The, yeah, the kid was eating the milkshake. He was no, drinking, drinking, Michael. Drinking. He could have drank it with a straw. He took it out. I'd be so fucking freaked out by that experience. Oh, man. Oh. The dad, he was drinking a sandwich, eating a milkshake. <laughs> oh, he was fucking up uh, salad. <laughs> fucking up that salad. Uh, you see the cornrows, not right in this scene, but in many scenes, the cornrows are either fake or they're painted. You see, as they shot, the season changed, and they all started to get uh, brown. Wow. Yeah, so they had to beef them up. Not right now. This is all legit. I would have I would have quit if I was a continuity person. I'd be like, yeah, I, I didn't. I, I'm not a fucking corn person. Now this kid is trying to escape right where the demon lives. He's running through the cornfield. It's dumb. Oh, so so he's gonna. So we we're aware of this demon. I didn't I didn't recognize it. Like I've never seen this movie, but in preparation I watched this movie, and I had no <laughs> idea. I just thought this dead kid just look, showed look, up. Look, you can see that the tops are. Oh no, I might be wrong. It might be that yellowy thing when they. Anyway, the, the internet tells us that the 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 fields are going to change from like nice green to like old gray. Because of the length of uh, how long it took to shoot this, they use that old gray husk to uh, <clears throat> decorate their town. Uh huh. All over the town, you'll find creepy corn husks. Like it would be like the YMCA, 
and they'd be mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's for adults. Uh, let's put some corn husks yeah, all over that's it." Right. Yeah. City hall. Yeah, that strip club. Them. Like they go to this town strip club and they just put old corn husks. No adults here. No more. <laughs> if they're marking it like Passover. Well, they killed everybody. Right. It so already... They didn't pass over. They like passed in. Yeah, you're right. In. Because you marked to get passed over. Yeah, you put some blood on your door, so the, the angel of death will pass over skip your house. Skip this house. Skip this house. You know, it's a, it's a pun of a holiday about, like, we're not going to massacre you. We'll get their neighbor. It's called Passover. Get it? It's it's a play on words. Burrow. Now, of course, he's going to get the whammy jammy because he's right in the territory. See that creepy spider? I um, never figured this out. Never made this. Never made any sense to me. I thought the kids got him. Well, yes, no. Malachi will now show up and slight and and uh, uh, sickle him to death. But does the demon show up in the earlier in this movie? What we're hearing right now is the voices of children in the corn. So it's like that's the demon. The demon is just the presence. We don't actually see him. Oh, oh, ketchup Look at that everywhere. Paint. Oh, the ketchup. Oh, the ketchup. Uh, why is this mustard? Well, sorry, boss. They were out of ketchup. No, you don't understand. <laughs> it's not a condiment. It's blood. Come on now. Are we shooting a black the... and white Super 8? No, you idiot. <laughs> um, um, the internet says the map is wrong. It's backwards. She's pointing at Kansas. I don't know. Do we care? She's pointing at Kansas. Hilarious. It's like, let's get <laughs> now, out of this. This is movie. Linda Hamilton. Now we saw her in Tag, the Assassin game. We saw her in something else. We saw her in we Terminator. Did. We watched Terminator. We did watch Terminator. Oh, look! I know he had the kid. Dummy. I didn't want to lighten the mood by saying we were watching Terminator, but that just happened at the same time they hit the kid. But that so never they, aired on Mutiny because it's too long, right? No, it did air on Mutiny. It did air on Mutiny. Our Godfather one right. was too long. But that airs every night because it's on the night playlist, and which is random. So there's the always Godfather? a chance. The Godfather? Yeah, so we have a lot of episodes. If you listen to MutinyRadio.fm, there's original programming with new mater- uh, episodes every week. But it's a 24-hour channel, so we have a – you know, a iTunes list called the Night Playlist, where it's all shows, and it's usually supposed to be played randomly. Right. And we have like a dozen of our episodes, including The Godfather. Wow. And it plays the whole episode? Yeah, so the all Great. two hours and 45 minutes uh, will play wow. uh, at three in the morning. Now, look, he's seeing that this kid didn't die because I hit him. This kid died because somebody sickled him. Sickled him. Now, didn't she have that little weird flashback where she was unconscious as he thought she was walking in the road? Yeah. So she goes up and, okay, they lied to Linda Hamilton and they said that child laws made it that they couldn't have a kid laying on the asphalt in the hot sun with a blanket over his head. It's just unreasonable. And Linda Hamilton said, oh, okay. Right. So then she thought it was a, a dummy, right? So when she's... When he reveals himself, it's genuine, her shock, you know. She's just like in the alien movie when it came out of the stomach, they didn't know it was happening. Really? Happen. Well, look, so they're gonna wrap this I think it's they're gonna throw the body in the trunk. And Not then yet, we'll, but yes. And then Carl, whatever happens to that body in the trunk? Never nothing, hurts nothing. nothing. 
it rots in there. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They you were know, trying the to bring it somewhere and alert the police and say, right. take the coroner, take this. And they it never, never bury the body in sacred ground. They never give the body well, the soul. Well, they were a little distracted by a demon, Michael. Well, speaking of demons and souls, there's a soul in their trunk of their car the entire movie. They don't even right, bother to right. bury it. We're going to watch the film, and we're going to find an opportune moment in which they didn't do anything about we're it. We're going to watch this film, and they're going to get to the car, and the car's going to have old corn husks shoved in there by these yes. kids. But not the trunk's gonna, not going to even be open. No, it will never. Okay, so she's going to dream now, and he's going to find out that the blood on the suitcase he's going to find is yeah. fresh. So this guy just got killed. It hasn't coagulated or whatever the word is. And so, like, the murderer is close by. Oh, Malachi. Malachi. Now, is that Malachi in Linda's dream or no? I guess yeah. no. It's kind of like that, that uh, Death Proof movie from Quentin Tarantino where he's just hanging out in the car and a bad guy comes up to it. Yeah, were well, you talking about the one where his foot, her foot was out the yeah. window? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they were in a park. Now, that was a creeper. You, I'm with you 100% there. That was a disgust. Okay, Sickle, yeah. look. He wakes up. She thinks, but she's really dreaming, right? Okay, yeah, so she's dreaming while Mordecai is holding a knife at her? Well, Mordecai just goes away now. We won't see him again. Wow, so you're saying that might be a dream. Yeah, this is her dream. She dreams she's getting out of the car. She dreams she's walking towards the body. And then she says she's sorry in the dream. It's, it's he's <coughs> interesting. It's the movie's uh, oddly directed. It's good. It's good because there's not another dream sequence in this movie. No, there is not. Yeah. And also, there's other things like that. Like, like Brad, you know, staying elsewhere. He will be in a like uh, in a school, and he'll get this weird sixth sense that that Linda Hamilton's in trouble. Vicky's in trouble. It, it, it only happens the one time. Right. You know what I mean? Like we haven't. It didn't You know. I feel like sometimes if there's a weird uh, premise, they can get away with an even weirder premise. So if they say like, "Okay, here we wait, go," that's just a dummy. Really be shocked. Just a dummy. Go ahead, Linda. Child labor laws. We can't have a kid lie down in the street. And, and you know that, Linda. Whoa! <laughs> oh. I don't know. It wasn't so great, right? Well, it, he doesn't have his stubble yet, so it's easier to hug. <laughs> I meant the, the, I meant her recoiling and her Oh, shock. yeah. No, yeah, she, it was authentic. They She's did that alien. The director so the, did not tell him them that something was going to pop out of the stomach. Well, come on, William Hurt must have known they have like some practical special effect. It's oh, like, I'm, of course, William he wasn't lay, lying on the table. He must have been like half sitting, <laughs> then with like a puppeteer in the other half. Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah, go. It's yeah. Trunk. He was in on it. It's the reaction. The other actors, they didn't know it was going to happen. Dead kid in my trunk. So long, dead kid. See you next e movie. Even the cinematographer is, is giving some distance from those creeps that threw it a kid <laughs> in there. I don't know. I'm going to hide out in these corn stalks. But they're not creeps. They're going to take them to a coroner. That's that's the Mordecai hanging out in the bushes. Yeah, I guess, yes. Oh, here's Ada's Enough House. Meanwhile, Ada's Enough House. 
Now it's forbidden to go into the eight is enough house or any house, but these kids, Job and Sarah do it anyway. And they listen to records and they draw pictures and they play Monopoly. Play Monopoly and they play dress up like a Stephen King book. So, okay. So you have a premise like, <laughs> all right. So you have kids kill an entire town. All right. Yeah. It's village of the damn. Love it. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, as we used to watch it at, at church, it's village of the darn. And then they had, uh, <laughs> uh this uh this preacher right but it's a 12 year old preacher okay that's, that's the second thing okay i believe that this is and there is a monster in the in the cornhouse named he who walks behind the, the rose rose right okay yeah you're all right you're and and she has premonitions where she can predict the future right she draws it yeah okay all right okay yeah i mean Stephen king you're a great writer and i'll believe everything <laughs> you write but you put it on the screen, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> can't, can't something just turn evil? Like, can't they turn out, you know, like their car starts getting evil or their dog gets evil or the hotel right. they're staying at gets evil? And it's just like play out. the car gets evil, right? Yeah. That was a good one. I saw that That's the, the guy who's out of ideas. He wrote a good uh, 9-11 story mm -hmm. about... Uh, a guy who uh, office gets uh, was in the World Trade Center and he wasn't there, and, uh, and he didn't die. Yeah, and then knickknacks from his dead uh, employees <laughs> start popping up around his house. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Where's Stephen King book? It's on, gone off the dash. Yeah. Oh, you know what? The director said, "Will you cut it out?" All right. So here he has a cigarette. And oh, that's right. He smokes it like he's fucking 12 years old. And he's, well, he's not a real smoker. And he lit it with the gift. Now they're all, so Linda's all freaked out. I mean, they just, you know, well, they didn't oh, yeah. kill a kid, but they, there's a murdered kid in their trunk. And you're saying they're not married, so she can leave at any time. I was simply saying they're not married. <laughs> wow. So they spent a lot of money on the budget, right? Or they just drove around the cornfields going, okay, that's it. We're done for the day. <laughs> the budget suffered from the um, – uh, Stephen King taking a cut up front. Yeah, but I mean it, it, – but this thing made a lot of money. They spent 850000 on it, and they made like $14 million. Wow, that's great. For yeah. 1984? Yeah. You know, this this movie, I mean, I everyone knows about the sequels. It's you said there's been twelve movies altogether. Eleven. Mm -hmm. Eleven. But do you know one of the this the uh it was called Children of the Corn Six Six Six? Yeah, that was, I yeah. got that one. And that that kid comes back in it. The the um not a kid, Isaac. Isaac. Well, there's Isaac on the right. He's yeah. the best. He's the best in this movie. This kid has more style than than anybody. Like just a burn. Yeah. You know, he's completely look at these all dressed up. He's all like I don't know. <laughs> a lot of shitty children actors in the world, but uh Well, he's I actually twenty four. He's twenty four right now on the screen. Oh, okay. All right. So he my shorts. <laughs> well, he's twenty four, he's great. You know, he quit acting after 9 eleven because he was like, I wanna be a teacher now, do something meaningful, you know. Uh, he was in Leprechaun, which is, I don't know. Was he? Was he? Who did he play? I don't um, and he's our Star Trek connection. Um, he, I don't know. He was 24 years. He Leprechaun Space Chase. 
He would play Chucky in shots where the killer doll was seen walking in 1988, Ch Chucky's Child Play. Wow. That's the first one. Um, in Children of the Corn 666, he comes back, but he co-wrote it with his cousin. That's great. Well, people must be bothering him all the time about this movie because he's so good at it. He was also cousin it in the Adams Family franchise. Oh, wow. I thought I recognized his face. <laughs> with all the hair. Yeah, and the, so the bowler he, cap. Um, he, he quit acting and became an English teacher in Santa Clara, California. Um, oh, right nearby. Yeah. Oh, now, now the radio station is not fun anymore. Oh, last thing. He's our Star Trek connection. He was on Voyager. Whoop-de-doo! Did he reprise the Clint Howard role of, like, the Brainiac Kid? <laughs> right. So what's in the suitcase? Do you, did you see the Clint Howard clip ever? Uh, I've seen the photo of him dressed up as Egghead. Well, yeah, he was an Egghead. Uh, it's a good clip. You should... You should... Well, I mean, I've seen him say in interviews say, like, people come up to me and I'm like, it was just one episode on Star Trek. Well, okay. In that episode, there was, like, a horrible, scary guy in a spaceship, and he was making a lot of trouble for the Enterprise. And then when they find him in the end, he's just this little kid. It was all like a, not a puppet, but a simulation kind of thing, you know? And he's like, he isn't a little kid. He was just a wimpy old man. I don't know how to describe it. You got to see it. Okay, now this guy is R.G. Armstrong, and he's a serious real actor. He's, you might know him from Predator as the General Phillips or Pruneface and Dick Tracy, but he was oh, in yeah. Reds. He was in Heaven Can Wait. This guy's for real. I don't know what he's doing in this film. Hey, he's probably doing a day's work and get the fuck out. Yeah, it's 40 years career. He had to take some stuff that was the day's pay and get them. Right. Out. He shot all his stuff in one day. He shot all his wow. stuff. Wow. All right. All right. There we go. Called it. <laughs> but he's localized to this area. He's in a few scenes right now. So now what it is is like he doesn't say we got a dead kid, but he's like, we need to use your phone. Got no phone. You know. Right. The nearest town is three miles, but you better not go there because Gatlin, because they're religious folk. So 15 miles away is Harris fuck the bird or something. You know, you ever see the movie Cabin in the Woods? It came out maybe like eight years ago, whatever, 10 years ago. Cabin in the Woods? No. Yeah, I? So, yeah, you should check it out. It's So yeah. these, these kids, these teenagers go to a, a cabin in the woods. Oh, it's called harm. Cabin, not Kevin. No, no, nothing to do with Kevin. Cabin. It's called Cabin in yeah. the Woods. <laughs> C-A-B-I-N. Can wait. Oh, Cabin can wait. Yeah. <laughs> cabin in the Woods. But they, they do a take of the crazy guy in the gas station right before the cabin. Mm -hmm. the, the kids always drive up to. There was this great movie with John Stewart in which they were mistaken as hicks. Like, the, the was it the... the there were... Teenagers, right, and and they were gonna like go on a trip, and it was all a misunderstanding, you know, like it was Tucker and Dale versus Evil, maybe, <laughs> maybe. It was a lot of fun. I don't trust this dog. Hey, I better check willthedogdie.com. Well, he definitely dies, and he, you know, 
Like the corn is mad for some reason. And and old man is like, I didn't tell him nothing. And the dog will go to like fuck with him and get killed. Now, they were going to have a severed dog head, but because of budget constraints, uh-huh. they just have a bloody bandana. Did oh, right, because he was wearing a bandana. Dead? I was wondering why that dog was wearing a bandana, is to kill it. <laughs> okay, like, children Come on of... back, Ruski. Does the dog die.com? Children of the corn. He dies. Oh, you know, I think I, I have to wait for it to stop buffering. Okay, here we go. Does the dog die? Yes. 38 people voted. The dog runs off camera, and as soon its bloody handkerchief appears on top of a car. Now, they keep, Are there they're spiders, going to Carl? Hemingford, yes. right? But as they drive towards Hemingford, it's going to say Gatlin closer and closer and closer. They went the other way. But for some reason, they're driving to Gatlin now. So someone must have just made these signs and just posted them. Do they get the wrong wrong address? No, but it's more, and then they're going to wind up right back at the gas station where they started. It's like the demons got them looping around in a circle, trying to get them to Gatling. Oh, I got you. But there'll never be anything else like that in the whole film. I I thought the kids did it, like set up these signs so they can trap adults for their little rituals. No, these guys are not welcomed and not expected. They're called the interlopers, the out, outlanders. They're outlanders. The outlanders. Yeah. Hey, outlander. Hey. Right, because the outlanders are the ones who show up during the season, like during the summer and stuff. But the uh, well, they're there all year round. There was a South Park in which these two people come to an abandoned town with only kids. And they they do the they do some of the lines like Outlander we have your woman she still lives <laughs> we have your woman yeah yeah hey oh woman that's Linda well, Hamilton they, they talk re- they talk religiously in this he is who doth it have it the woman oh come on he's like that what are you guys oh he's talking to the demon. Yeah, he's saying, I didn't tell him nothing. You know that. I didn't break our agreement. They they keep him alive because they want the gasoline. I kind of don't get it, but they keep him alive. They didn't kill him, even though he's an adult, because he gives he gets right. them gasoline. But he doesn't really care. He's just there with his dog. It isn't until they show up. He's like, oh, now I'm scared of your wrath. <laughs> well, somehow, like, the demon's angry at him. Because he talked to them, I don't get it. I don't understand it, but that's what it is. Now he'll find the bloody rag instead of a dog's head. <laughs> but it so does mean gross. the same thing. Your dog it's, is dead. You know, we, we killed your dog, and then we opened up the hood when you weren't looking, and then we threw in the bloody thing in there. Well, not we. You mean we like the kids? Because I think well, this is all the demon. It's unclear to me, Carl. Understood. It feels like that. Well, I guess there was no fingers in the bushes when from the camera angle, right? They do the. That's right. They made the wind go, and right. they, there was a lightning and a thunderous, you know. But there was no kids involved in there. You don't now, see them skirmishing. Kids will be involved in a moment because Malachi's going to come and kill him, and that makes 
uh, he who walks behind the corn angry with Malachi. They need his gasoline, apparently. Malachi just likes to kill, kill, kill. He's just yeah. thinking. Like, what, we killed all these adults. We killed the librarian. Why can't I go ahead and kill uh, this guy? Tone it down. You ever shish a librarian? <laughs> Can we try it? Uh, hello, welcome to Montclair State University Library. Uh, I'm your librarian, Mike. Okay, I'll be the librarian. You be the person. Okay. Oh, all right. There, there is no smoking in the library. <laughs> Hang on, I'm almost done. I haven't had a stogie in a long time. No, you're supposed to fish me. This was oh, your joke. No, I think yes. you forget, all right, right? Okay, go ahead. All right. Well, you, you were funny with that. All right, go ahead. I ripped what you said. I didn't say the joke. I, t I took it to a, the open mic, and it, it killed. It killed. You're my best writer. You're better than me. You're better than me. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so you went to the library. and yeah. Uh, right. It's your okay. joke. Did oh. you ever shush a librarian? Like one time I was in the library, and the librarian came right up to me, and she said, sir, there's no smoking in the library. And I said, shh. Love it. Well, I also have a, you know how you could ask a librarian anything? I went up there and I said, can I use your microwave? And they told me to get out. And I said, oh, is it because it's that noisy one with the timer? We have tick, 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 tick. I, it, the dings, that's, you can't use that. Okay, I'll have to rewrite that for the open mic, but I'll try. No, it. no, I think what you said was funny. And if I said it and gave it to you and you used it and worse, then don't let me get involved in it. Oh, Mike, I'm always stealing from you. Always. <laughs> I have so many jokes. Hey, it's yours. good. I haven't been on stage. At least my material's out there. Now, you remember that video I made once with all of yeah. your jokes? Yeah, I love that. The one that you didn't write, but you did. But since that time, there's at least another five minutes of only Mike Spiegelman jokes. Maybe I'll I took, do that again. I took two jokes and I combined them together, and I also took out the Polish references. Mm -hmm. So uh, I went into this uh, uh, store and I said, I'd like to have a, uh, uh, a, a bologna sandwich with mayonnaise and pickles. And the guy says, Are you Polish? I go, Why? Because I like bologna. They go, No, it's a dry cleaner. So that, that's oh, the Oh, this is a dry cleaner. All right, all right. Okay, so they're right back where they started again, driving through the fields, trying to get off the highway. It, it's it, The spirit is like keeping them there, which doesn't make sense because he doesn't want them there. It's I never weirdly got a sense of that. I never got a sense of that. I just thought like, uh, I thought the kids set it up as like, like because they get stuck in the corn and I thought it's like a corn maze and, and, and anthology. Analogy. And that, analogy. You know, when you compare something to another thing, it's an analogy. analogy. It's an analogy. So right now, Bryce, uh, Bryce University graduate in English. Wait, where'd you go to school? I went to Montclair State. I went to Brandeis University. Brandeis, Brandeis English, yeah. English graduate. That was last century. It is analogy. That was, that was last century. Look at this. So he's 24 years old, and he's like playing a 12-year-old hellbound creature. Yep. He's killing He's it's the best part of this movie. Right now, he's given the the preacher talk. You know, it's a sermon essentially, but it's like happening in real time. He just got talked to by God, which isn't really God as we know. Yeah, so that's the last adult there. It's turned into a skeleton. So the interlopers are coming. Yeah, it's the well. It's no. 
he's the cop who originally tried to like burn down the field when they first started killing, you know. Oh, and gotcha. they, yeah. So he's three years old, rotten up there. He's a special sort of like religious thing. This is what happens. You try to kill the demon. Oh, you get crucified and then your clothes remain the same, but your body turns into a skeleton. Right. A lot of these kids are locals to the Iowa town. Yeah, you can tell they're still at the 4-H wounds uh, <laughs> on them. And there's um a, there's scenes where like the demons like burrowing through the ground, and it's like Boy Scouts, local Boy Scouts in Iowa, like dug the trenches. Wow, anything for this movie. Yeah. One one thing I noticed about this movie is how cavalier they are with knives. Like you know, it's like the kids will be sitting there with a knife and they're holding the blade. Yeah. <laughs> you see it right behind this, uh, Isaac. Don't Dangerous. point at me, Isaac. I don't know if they're all props and they're just like have fun kids but they got a lot of weapons on them yeah i'm sure they're they're like rubber right rubber. i mean it's a it's a film where are you gonna get a rubber sickle prop the rubber sickle prop store it's, oh the one in iowa <laughs> but you city listen i've bought rubber knives Tom Crowley used to have a lot of them when he would film. Yeah, I remember all the rubber knives that, especially <laughs> the ones that would like when when contact they would like recede, so it looked like you were getting stabbed. Listen, if you needed a rubber, Tom Kroll was was the man. He, we, we, that's the place to go. He was the uh, drugstore of Montclair, New Jersey. The pharmacist, we called him. <laughs> oh, corn. So the basically now they're rolling into Gatlin and they're like, fucking nobody's here. There's no welcoming committee. They're all calling off. Right, there's no Terminators there. But Not there's a, a lot of corn stalks everywhere we'll see soon. Oh, see, there's the little kid. With yeah, their sickles. Yeah, they all have weapons. It's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> And he just said, "Here, here's a bunch of props. Go, go create. Hopefully, props go crazy." So, um, this um, Hal Roach Studios bought the rights, and Kingstart himself wrote the script for it. Oh, great! They hated it. They hated it. Okay, King's script started with 35 pages of Bert and Vicky arguing in the car. <laughs> oh, how great is that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, so, wasn't that The Shining? No, they were happy in the car ride. Well, it, no, but 35 pages, Mike, a, a film, a you script of pages a minute. He, they, they had so much happening before the opening credits. I, would, I wouldn't mind a little pacing. Wait, Slowly. you want to argue now? Just I, You're so contrarian to me just because I say something. You want to argue, right, that them arguing in the car for 35 minutes is a better <laughs> film than this. It's called Children of the corn and i would just want 35 minutes of that movie where they don't talk about children or corn whatsoever you'll get it in the beginning when they're arguing okay so um hal roach said fuck that no way and he hired a guy named uh goldsmith and this guy george goldsmith wrote uh horsepipe nowhere to hide i don't know hill street blues episode hot child in the city I, I don't know. He didn't write films you've heard of, but uh, he was a pro, 
and he I've heard of to... Hill Street Blues. I've heard of Hill Street Blues. Out of all of them, I've heard of Hill Street Blues. I've and heard of Hill Street Blues. I've heard of Hill Street Blues. Well, he wrote one of them. Oh, yeah, which one was that? The one where, let's see, the chief has a drinking problem. It's the one where it starts with the theme song, it goes. You're watching Hill Street Blues. So now they're trying to find somebody. They're trying to find somebody. They want to say, look, we got a dead kid Lie. in the car. He was murdered. Please take him to the coroner's office. And they also have blood on the on the front of their car that the, the mechanic noticed. The mechanic did notice? He didn't yeah. say anything. He's like, you guys, you, no, he did. He said, you guys better keep driving. Like before he told oh, him to that's go to why he said it? Yeah, they, they had a glance and there was like red ketchup all over the yellow car. Mm -hmm. It looked like a hot dog order. That looks like a taxi, right? Yeah, it's a monster of a car. All all the radio has are just creatures. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. AM. Okay, they saw the like door close on this house. It's here's somebody. Let's at least use their phone. Right. Should we park this close to the, the tree? I'm a little on the fence about that. <laughs> You're yeah, should we park so close to this fence? Oh, I guess we're on the fence about that. Ooh, Look let's at see. How it can't... Dirty, right? Does he recognize the cameraman on the other side? Uh, the internet tells me there's lots of that in this film, continuity things like you see people from the set uh, in the reflections, yeah. But I've seen this film, this is my fourth time, and I did not notice any of that shit. There's also boom mic sightings and stuff. I missed them all. He does a lot of interesting things. Like we saw the reflection of uh, a lot of the action on car windows and uh, mm -hmm. traps of car windows, these windows. So the guy who wrote the film that said that uh, this is a metaphor for the Iranian revolution, the takeover of the town by quasi-religious zealots acting for an evil god based on the Ayatollah Khomeini and his revolutionary guard taking over Iran, Burton Vicky became analogous, analogous to the American hostages. Exposing the dangers of uh, evil religious fundamentalism. Yeah, you just can't have a single movie in the 80s with some weird politics attached to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, there's Jiffy Pop, untouched. Cool. Yeah, it's just on the stove. I'm about to make some Jiffy Pop. Uh, well, uh, I did that once with my kids, you know, because they would do yeah. the microwave one. I said, oh, like when I was a kid, and we did it once, and they're like, wow. And then they were never interested. Nah, just get the microwave stuff. Yeah, it's a big ordeal. Oh, it's great for camping trips. I had a fond memory of my father going out to Jiffy Pop on one of those, like, you know, state park uh, yeah. uh, barbecue pits that they have, uh, little setups, and he put it, and it just burnt the fuck out of it almost immediately. Like, it just <laughs> turned into this big black cloud. It was great. Like, it went boom, like a pimple. Like, it was so funny. <laughs> and he just threw it away, you know? He just let it cool, and Toss it. So now they're going to come upon Sarah. Okay, so these are the Monopoly kids. Yes. 
This is the this is the crayon girl from the beginning of the movie. Yep. Sarah. Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Which was this? 84, 82 was the Terminator? Uh, 84. I don't remember. You you could be right, it's 82, but but it was like on the earlier side of the 80s, yeah. Yeah. He's good in the last uh, yeah, uh, Terminator movie. Dark that was Fury. a terrible film. That was a terrible yeah, but she was film. she was good in it. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, he did. It wasn't a good, wasn't a good movie, but she got this. She kicked ass, and she was like kind of the center of the film. I liked Terminator Genesis. Many people did not. I thought it was really action packed and good. Oh, look, so all right, so check this out. So there's all these murders, kids draw murders. And he's like, huh? He <laughs> who walks behind the rose. What about the murder pictures above it and to the right? That don't have time for it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. His eyes. Yeah, there's a guy with a knife in his head <laughs> now. Yeah, he's just like, oh, whatever. Nice yeah. museum. Weird. I guess they didn't have any room on the refrigerator, so they had to put the paintings in this room. Sarah Connor. No, I'm just Sarah. Just Sarah. Sarah but of the corn. Looks like Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. No, not in the. I'm Vicky. I'm Vicky in this film. She's like a badass in the last one. She's got like a motorcycle jacket and a motorcycle. Yeah. She's got like. Goggles and she's all, let's go, let's ride. <laughs> now, she draws pictures that predict the future, and she's gonna draw a picture of uh, Vicky getting hauled away by the, you know, the kids. But we don't see that until after it happens. I think it would have been much better in the script if we saw it before. Oh, much better for Bert and uh, her if they saw it now, Vic Victoria. Because she does see it ahead of them kidnapping her, and she goes, what is this? But we, as an audience, don't see the picture till after. They didn't make a big deal out of the picture. But they do that horror thing where, like, the, all the kids know they're coming. You know, like, the victims don't know, realize that everyone's been waiting for them to show up. And they show up, and they all, you know, like, what, what, who are you? And they're like, yeah, we knew, we knew an adventure were coming. You're right. This is one of those films. That, uh, Job and Sarah do know that. Well, the kids, too. Isaac was like, these kids are coming. According to this crayon picture, these kids, these, they're driving a yellow <laughs> car with a happy sun above them. That's right. And happy corn stalks. And happy corn stalks and little bees. This we can't have. Right. Little bees. <laughs> the nice, beautiful oh, one. And then, like, rip bloody knives and smiling waitresses. I think the waitress might be Rebecca, right? There's a girl who later on who like attacks them. Yeah, she's got curly hair and the her attack at the way end of the film was tacked on. It was never in the script. The director's like, we need something more. We need a one last punch. We need one last scare. And they right. just wrote it. They had the Terminator pop up out of, like he thought he was dead and he comes back out. So he's like, you stay here with her. I'll go find – he says he's going to town hall to find a phone or something. But he never goes to town hall. He goes to the no, school. He does. He, I think he does go to town hall. He wasn't in the, in the school? No, that's, I think that's the municipal building. He walks out and it says town hall. Okay. Oh, it says it? Oh. Okay. We'll have to check for sure. It's coming right up. What a lousy record player. I, 
Yeah. yeah. The needle's <laughs> down. What, did you ever have a record player where it would spin even though you don't have the needle? Well, the handle's yeah. at rest. It's just not play. There were those cheap record players in which it was, yeah, it didn't sense it from the, the arm. You know, you had to just turn it on with a, yeah. with a toggle. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. It's a kid's one. Oh, yeah. For old-timey kids. Like 1950s. <laughs> Look at her dress. It is like that. Oh, I'm going to draw. Look at this. Like, double with a gun. See? See? Gatlin's. All right. Gatlin's school. It doesn't make any sense. He said he was going to the municipal building. But he's looking for the kids. What the hell are all those corn stalks doing everywhere? Oh, man. This looks like Montclair High School. These guys have had three years since the initial killing of the adults to, like, fuck around and put right, corn stalks Right, they go to all the towns. So now he's left the school. So maybe he ends up at the municipal. Because he goes to the church, right? And then all these little There's rats. Children of the village of the damned. Creepy little kids. Malachi's coming with the sickle. The Linda Hamilton. That sickle got so much play. I think that's probably why there's so many sequels. It just kind of clicked. Makes me sickle. Yeah, in all the advert, um, in all the ads, you would always see the sickle against the corn husk. Right, because they'll say children of the corn. You go, oh, that sounds creepy, and then they'll be like a sickle. You're like, oh, yikes! You need a sickle <laughs> to cut corn. I didn't realize it could be used as a weapon. Except for the Grim Reaper, I guess. He, didn't, he doesn't have a sickle. He's a specter. And the Soviet flag. Yeah, he's got, right, he's got another harvesting tool, but it's super long, right? right. And it's That's what he reaps. He reaps yeah. souls. Oh, reaps. Yeah, so he's the reaper. He's reaping, he, not wheat. It's. Wheat. Oh, look both ways before crossing the street. <laughs> Even though nobody lives there. So that's not like Hal Roach Studios where they shot like all these uh, silent movies? Uh, no, there were three towns in Iowa. Uh, I have the locations here somewhere. And um, there were some in ca in California. Uh, all these little kids are all like, there's only a dozen kids, but they're all like right where the cameras are. Yep, they used them. Here it is. It's Hornick. Iowa, Whiting, Iowa, Salix, Iowa, oh, wow. and Sergeant Bluff, Iowa. So maybe he's in the municipal building now. He is. He is. This town hall. Here comes Joe. Notary. I guess the phone doesn't work. Now he's going to have that, like, psychic experience when he knows that Vicky's uh, in trouble. There's Job checking him out. Right, so Vicky's like a mile away, and the kid he needs is right behind him. And then he's going to say, I have to go a mile. Oh, and there's the kid I need. Let's go. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, it isn't time for the kid. Oh, they really defaced that town hall. They had three years of, of fucking around. Right, that's right. What else are you going to do as a kid? Well, I mean, they must have oil paints other than crayons to defaced <laughs> that painting so well. So Linda's like, I mean, uh, Vicky's Vicky. like, what are you drawing? I drew you. Let me see. And then she goes, what 
is this? You know, she's like scared by the picture or or disgusted maybe. But we as an audience should see it now before it happened. He's like, look at that. Well, this is the first time they realize she's been drawing murder paintings. Oh, that's why there's murder paintings on the wall. <laughs> now I'm drawing murder paintings. Oh, oh, they hear somebody. And it's Malachi and crew. I don't want to subscribe to Grit Magazine. <laughs> We've come to set you free. Okay, here he is. He's going to have his like, like he said to Linda, "You're safe. It's a weird, but you're safe." Something like that. And then he's going to hear that over and over and go, he's in trouble. Run back. Did they really, these kids, paint no false blood, gods in blood? No blood. blood. Yeah. And they, they paint... use the blood of cops. These kids are sick. Yeah, they are. This guy would go on to have uh, other success, but he would never outlive his performance here. So scary. As a matter of fact, one time... Isaac freaked out a lady. Uh, they were in a restaurant with friends, and this lady like freaked out when she saw Isaac and ran out really? of the diner or the restaurant. That sounds and, like you when you were a kid. And then she came back in a little later and talked to the manager and said she wanted her seat moved, her, her and her girlfriends moved to another location where they couldn't see Isaac. Really? Now, just, that, you see the lamp? She just, that there's lamp. No was, cord. There were there's blanks. no cords. There were, those were blanks. Oh, yeah, because there was no uh, cord attached to the wall when she That's threw it? That's right. You're not going to have a loaded lamp thrown at a guy. Uh-oh. Good acting. She does a good job here, uh, the little girl. Oh, Linda Hamilton's feet. I'm not doing this movie anymore. Oh, the hell you are. That little girl would go on to become a psychologist and be a teacher in a college. She got a PhD. Nice. Yeah. She was also on Full House, and she reprised that role on Fuller House. She was on a lot of stuff uh, as a little girl, and then she just said, I'm going to college. Right. Bella Connor. Children of the Corn. So, so Children of the Corn was like 84, yep. and then the Wait. sequel was 93. Did you see how we just saw the picture, though? Yeah, that's right, finally. Right, so that's the thing. They missed an opportunity there. They didn't show us as the audience with, like, creepy music, creepy music, like, she predicted it. I think it was a waste of opportunity. Now, this, we, this scene we learned, don't shake the baby. Oh. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to children actors, it's just... Oh, so is she dead? No, she's being sacrificed. It's midsummer all over again. Midsummer. Midsummer. Now he's learning, like, he who walks behind the corn is, like, angry at Malachi for killing the old man. And uh... Don't you recognize Malachi from Back to the Future? Yep, he was in it, yep. He had, like, a Davy Crockett hat. Beaver cap. See, he would never go on to do another role in which he was a big deal. He would go on to do roles like that. You know, he would be in films. Yeah, good for him. Last night I met a guy like that. Um, his his name was Lenny, and he, you know, I he was in a bunch of movies, you know. 
but he was always like that. He is a working actor. You really don't know him, but you know him when you see him on screen. Right. That's what well, Malachi would go on to do. That's cool, because he has such a unique look as a kid. It's nice yeah. to see that. Scary looking. Not necessarily scary looking. He kind of looks like Fraggle from Hard Bodies. He was in Hard Bodies. He was? He, yeah, He's Fraggle. That's where I know this guy. He's Fraggle okay. from Hard Bodies. You remember I told you that I printed out uh, the cast and one piece? Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's on that page. So we watched Hard Bodies 2, which is famously not I mean, nothing to do with the first one other than the characters of the first one. Uh, the second one is they're filming a teen sex comedy in Italy, and the name of the characters are the name of the characters from the first movie. Right. <clears throat> and the actors kind of mix and match. You can't really tell what's real or not. Oh, look, look at this. So this is open yeah. for him like a door. Like Moses in the party of the Red Sea. I must have put some budget in that. And now it's going to close. So the corn's saying, you know, he who walks behind the corn saying, come on in, buddy. Gotcha. Some Twin Peaks shit. So he is off to find Vicky because he now realizes they took her. Oh, in the, in the field. Now in, a, yeah, because he saw the picture. Something we didn't get. They, they wasted an opportunity. But nonetheless, we... Every time, every scene in a, okay, look, they were going, they were, you see how there's no cleavage there? They didn't have budget, so. Oh, right, so, the yeah, they had. Yeah, they didn't have cleavage. Don't you think, like, as an actor, though, to be tied up and crucified, like, this is pretty much, like, I, I would, I'd be like, I did it, you assholes, I hope you got it, I'm done. I don't know, you, you often go there with, like, the. The actor's oppressed or something. No, you but know? I mean, you don't think it hurts being crucified? Yes, I do, but I think it's also a movie, and they probably aren't really hanging her there by, you know what I mean? She's on a seat or something, you know? <laughs> now, this is so out of the blue. Meanwhile. Yeah, that's right. Meanwhile, right? All the action's going on in the cornfield, but... And remember, the the our Isaac's not there leading it. Rachel's leading it. It like kind of doesn't make sense that they would be separate, right? They're all together as a community, and it's his turn to get die, right? At nineteen years old, right? Oh, so that's he's marking it in his own blood, right? Exactly. One thing I noticed about this film is that knife knife wounds don't really hurt people ultimately. Well, he you're right, because he's about to get stabbed by Rachel, and he'll be fine for the rest of the movie. We do get to see not only this 19-year-old voice chest, but uh, Peter Horton gets his shirt off a couple times. Yeah, the producer said, if I took my shirt off, they'll put me in the movie. Do you see the waitress? Yeah, she's the waitress. Maybe, maybe. We never see the waitress's face. And remember, I was saying it's weird than an adult. Right. But also, the waitress looked like she was five feet tall. Right. So she goes, "Go get Isaac," and she goes, "No, wait, go get Malachi," because she knows he'll kill Malachi. Yeah, Malachi kill will kill him. Yeah. Okay, I'll wait for Malachi. So, like, you know, uh, he's getting indignant now, saying, "You idiots." You know, 
Oh yeah. Rewriting the Bible one page at a time. It's yeah, no. but it, they're still gonna kill him if I. Uh, he slams down the boom, Bible. Bible pile. Again? Oh whoa! Whoa Get whoa back. whoa! Get back! No touching! No touching! These guys wow. all die pretty young. Oh. All died at nineteen. They're all Gen Xers. Hmm. I guess they're, they're old Gen Xers. Fifty-two. Old, old. If you were born before JFK, then you're you're a boomer. Right. That's for 